in behalf of my husband, we're so honored, honored to be preaching in this pulpit. Amen. We esteem your pastors very highly, not because they're, they're peers, they're friends, but for God, what God has laid upon their lives. There are more things to come. And I'm just, we are just so elated and honored to be running our race with them and with you all. Amen. Amen. We are in this till forever. Amen. Hallelujah. And also, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Pastor Craig, Pastor Jenny. Thank you for having us. Thank you for following the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Being obedient. (laughs) No. We like to tease. But we're sincere. Thank you for having us here. And, you know, we understand we're pastors too. There are many hands that are involved in putting up even a weekend meeting just like this. So I thank each one of you. I don't have the, you know, the, the privilege right now of naming each one of you, but for all of you. And thank you, the whole of you, world, up, up, not World Harvest Church of San Diego, but Promise of Life Church, thank you for receiving us. And we, not just us, but the word that we bring. We bring to you the blessing of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's for all of us. Amen. So thank you so much for coming back tonight. You are all so brave. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Um, In looking where where God wanted me to speak to you or relate to you the message that he wants to bring to you for tonight, the day... Just before we, we were putting together our staff to come over, he began to talk to me. And usually this notebook of mine is my, you know, my miscellaneous notebook. You know, sometimes God would speak, I would write. Or there are things that I needed to do, like go to the market and so forth. Everything is here. <laughs> this is precious to me, you know. But then he's, I, was, I was just sitting in our living room, and he started talking. And so I can't, I can't get my fancy notebook soon enough, so I just started writing. And I don't want to transfer it. This is because this is precious to me. Hallelujah. So back in November 2018, my, God spoke to my husband, and he was actually in Illinois at that time. And he said this to him, insurmountable increase is coming to the body of Christ. Insurmountable increase is coming to you as we receive it. And so when he came back, he asked me, what's insurmountable? (laughs) Let's say, let's let's consult Webster. (laughs) We don't want to misconstrue what God spoke because we want everything applied in our lives. So we found out um, insurmountable increase means unconquerable. Unconquerable. Never to be toppled. Unconquerable. Are you listening to me? That's the kind of increase God is promising for all of us. This is like five years ago. But you know, it doesn't matter about the time. It matters that he spoke the word. And then we have the faith to act upon the word. 
So it's an insurmountable increase, unconquerable increase, yes. overflowing, Amen. more than sufficient, yes. more than beyond yes. what you can ever think and ask for because it is from the Lord. But this increase that he's talking about to all of us, the body of Christ, and us, as we receive them, is a God kind of increase. It's heaven's increase. Amen? And it, you would do yourself so much injustice if you think about insurmountable increase as a financial term. part of it but it's not all we short change ourselves if we look into increase when 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 increase is being sp spoken in the church don't just put a dollar figure to it or a numerical value the increase of heaven is not a financial term and as I was Leaning upon God, what, what is this all about, Father? Yeah. And he said, this is also for you at this time. Yeah. Yeah. You take it, you live it, it's already been spoken. Yeah. 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 Insurmountable increase from the Lord means moving into more. Yes. Yes. Moving into more. Moving into more. And I, I ask God, what's the more that we are going to be moving into? We got to know. What we know, knowledge, is the beginning of faith. So we can fully load up our barrels and then start walking in it. Amen? What are we moving into more? Say this, I am moving into more. God invites me. To move into more. You know when, you know, the miracle of our home? Pastor Nancy spoke back this word in December 2020. And I went over to the word again. And one of the words that the Spirit of God spoke to Pastor Nancy is that I am offering to you an increase. Because when she was still speaking, you know, sometimes, oh, that's so good, that's so good. I came back, you know, as soon as I came, came back to the hotel, the devil told me, that is too hard. That is too, because he's offering me increase, acceleration. That's exactly what the, the word of God spoke to us. And the devil, which is like a soothing voice, told me, as soon as I got back in the hotel, that is so hard. Don't believe that. Thank God we know. I answered, no, you're not. I believe the word of the prophet. I shall prosper. You go in the name of Jesus. So it's the same thing. And so I went over the word. I need the full knowledge of the word so that the devil can sway me. Because this is, I'm beginning a process. We are still going to... The word is not enough. We have to go through the process of it coming to pass in our lives. Amen. So I got to understand what the word was saying to me. Then God spoke in the word, I am offering you. So I read over and over, I am offering you. It dawned on me, oh my God. He is offering me. 
still dependent on me. I take it, I don't take it. Nonetheless, the offer was right there. When I realized that in my heart that God is offering me, you know what I said? I take it, I take it, I take it, I take it. And every, pretty much the whole night, I'm telling God, Father, I'm taking your offer. Wherever that offer will take me, I take it. It's your offer, Father. It's going to be good. I take it. I make known to God, to me, and to him. I took the offer. And that started the miracle layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of miracles to bring us into the house. Amen. So it's the same thing. There is an offer for us to move into more. Now let's find out. Where are we moving into? Are you interested? This is only for those who are interested. When I saw the offer of God for increase, acceleration, you know, because he said at that time during the word, uh, when Jesus offered the best wine at the end of the wedding feast, right? How long will it take for the best wine to be in the glass or cup of the, the drinker? Just for the seeding, the planting, the harvesting, and all the different processes. At least, at least seven years. At least. There was no seven years in between. That's what you call acceleration. That's what you call bypassing. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? It happened to Jesus as Jesus was, so are we. We're co-heirs. We're the same partakers with the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't shove yourself away from what happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. What happened to him is an example for all of us. If the bypass and acceleration happened through him, it can happen to us. It happened to me. Amen. Amen. That's why we're, we're putting our faith on this, folks. This is the end times. <laughs> the culmination of everything. Where the impossible now gets to be possible through faith. Still an offer. Are you interested? Where are we moving into? This is not in their chronological order. This is just how God has spoken to me. And I was running. Not really number one. The first thing I heard, we're moving more into the presence of God. (laughs) That the presence of God is not just contained in the church building, in in the privacy of your room. It can be anywhere. God will meet with you. If you want to meet with him. More of the presence of God. What, where are we moving more into? The anointing. More anointing that destroys yokes, remove burdens, so we can run our race and finish our course. Where are we moving more into? Growth and maturity. Our spiritual growth that we become staunch, developed, never backing off ever again. 
moving forward the plan and the will and the purposes of God. Making sure that what God spoke to us, it shall all come to pass. Making sure that the plan of God for us individually and plan for us corporately, it shall come to pass. Because we are no longer weaklings. We know who we believe. We do what we are told by the Holy Ghost. Growth and maturity. Excellence. Not only is Daniel the candidate for the spirit of excellence, we are in a better covenant than him. In fact, we have the excellent God. (laughs) Whatever it is in us should be also extended to the outside. So we become excellent human beings for the purpose of the plan of God here on earth. Liking it so far? That's where you're moving into. We're moving into more of the work of the Lord. Because you know what? We can be trusted. We can be trusted. We are good stewards of all that God wants to do on earth through us. Amen? Moving more into the light of the word. You see, you read a scripture, you, must have, you might have read it a thousand times, but this time, boom, light, boom, I see it. It's, where have you been, word? It's been there. But because there's no light, we hardly can see. But now with the light of the word, and that's what God wants to do for all of us. Not just the lights coming down, but us being the light. Yes. Hallelujah. The light of the word, having clarity, having wisdom, and having understanding of the word of God. Amen. That we're not going to minimize the word. We're not going to compromise the word because of ignorance. You know what? Ignorance is so expensive. It will cost us. It will cost us. That's why we pursue, we have the, you know, Pastor Nancy would always remind us, we have the genius inside of us. We have the genius inside of us. We got to know this. So we know what we have. And we can start, if we haven't yet, start walking into this. My goodness. Walking more into supernatural healings. Our generation have not seen, I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, the dead being raised up. Limbs coming out where there was no limbs. Eyeballs coming out from empty sockets. I have not seen that. I've heard about them. We were told about them, but we have not seen We shall see. It belongs to this generation. And we don't have to go to big convention centers to experience those and to see the power of God. It's in local churches. They're flowing in the word and the spirit. They believe the healing power of God. He's still on the healing business. Amen. And it will be a dinner bell. 
dinner bell for the church. Let's go over there. Miracles are happening there. Let's go over there. The dead are being raised. The blinds are able to see. The limbs are walking. The, the maimed are speaking. Where there was none, now there is. And only our God. Only our Father. Now they will see the God that we've been worshiping. They will no longer scorn us. Make fun of us. And compromise the word because we're not really believing that he is that powerful. Yes, he is. And it's time. We're moving into that, folks. We're moving into that. Supernatural divine healings. Miracles. 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 Don't have the, the impression that miracles are, are hard to come by. You know, Pastor Nancy gave a very simple definition of miracles. A natural situation overshadowed by a supernatural workings. Boom! Miracle. You didn't have $5 earlier. Now you've got $5. That's a miracle. Be mindful that miracles are part of us. Part of our heritage. Part of our legacy. It's not just, oh, it's a miracle. Miracles should always be our companions every day because it's supernatural. It flows from the same realm where we all belong. It flows from the faith realm, which is the spiritual realm, which we are spirit beings. We're flowing in the same realm. It should be part of us. It should be a sign and a wonder to the world, not just a sign and a wonder to us. Amen. Right? When we see a miracle, oh my God. It should be, oh my God, why don't I see a miracle? That's our realm. That's our address. That's where we belong. That's our, heri- uh, that's our legacy. Moving into the miracles of God. Hallelujah. Don't make miracles too complicated. They're not. Anything from the Lord is easy. It's easy, especially if you process, here, f- process it from here, from our hearts. Are you following me? Hallelujah. This message is for you. I'm not just saying something just to say something. God said enumerated these things for you. Where else are we moving more into? Revelations. Now we also learn from Pastor Nancy. It, it, you know, we're, we're glad about revelations, but more so, we need the utterances for the revelations. Amen. As the revelations come, then the Holy Ghost will give us the utterances for, the, for those revelations. Perfect utterances, timely, divine that will help people. Not just us, but those in the world. Hallelujah. What more are we going into? Impartations. Impartations so that we can move more in the different faces and the different rooms. All of us have that. Don't just look at the fivefold ministry gifts as having rooms and having faces. Every one of us. And God expects 
us to move from one room to the next, to the next, to the next. But there is no arriving until we're here on earth. But just enjoy the ride. <laughs> just enjoy the ride. Because there are blessings attached to each room, to each face. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm getting blessed with my own. <laughs> I take it. Yes. You're not going to take this. I will take yours. Yes. Amen. 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 What more are we going into? Grace. Grace for the race. Grace. Pastor Craig, grace for you. For all the many things. I mean, you, you enumerated what God has been speaking to you. There needed to be grace. Yes. But there will be an abundance of grace yes. for the fulfillment of everything. Yes. You will not be short on some for the accomplishments of some. As the Lord spoke to you, all, it shall be accomplished all. Yes. By the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Have you noticed we have not spoken about supply, finances? No. Have you noticed that? Yes. Because I noticed it. I said, where, God, where is the money? <laughs> well, hey, 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 just like you. <laughs> when I think of increase, like, give me the money. <laughs> then I realized we are now in number eight, and where is the money? God said, Hold on. <laughs> See, the, the one thing that we are so struggling about, so using everything in us, is of the very bottom. <laughs> where, where else are we moving more into the manifestations of His glory? Manifestations of His glory manifestations of his glory. That's why we were moving more into the presence of God. The presence of God brings the glory. Last night when we were praying and doing something supernatural and spiritual in this place, God is honored. That's why he showed up. He said, I am the Lord Almighty. For whatever is needed, he is the Lord Almighty. And pa I, didn't, we didn't, I didn't know that. We didn't know that, that Pastor Craig has been Teaching you about God, yes, the, yes. the characteristics of God. Yes. And one of them is Jehovah El Shaddai. Yes. The God who is more yes. than enough. Yes. It's about time, folks, we renew our minds. Yes. That we should not be living just on the, on. not even enough. Yes. You know, the... Early on as a Christian, I, I read this book, you know, I think it's by Brother Copeland, that there is a transition among Christians from being broke to uh, being even and then moving into this and moving to the overflow. I was in this very bottom and I say, when will this happen for me, Lord? I am not negating the, the revelation, but I like, how can I get there? I know some people are getting there, but I'm not. For me, how can I get there? Thank God for the word. Yeah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That as you move deeper, I mean, not deeper. Don't, don't, that's not a, that's not a, the word of God is not deep. But as we move closer yeah, and having fellowship yeah. and going further with the Lord, yeah. 
we understand, my God, he makes a way where there is no way. Amen. The house we're living in right now is beyond our pay grade. Yes. Beyond anything in the natural that my husband and I owns, but God made a way. Amen. If it takes for him to, to have done all the miracles every day, he did it. Yes. Because he said it. Amen. 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 Moving into more. More of what? More of what? Experiences divine from the book of Acts. He even mentioned that. You know, the translations, the trances and all that. Those are not just relegated to the book, the, the book of Acts. In fact, the book of Acts is the, it's called the books, the Acts of the Holy Ghost. There should be more Acts of the Holy Ghost prevalent in our daily living than what we read in the book of Acts for the early church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're hungry. Remember dad, years before he went home, he started teaching on that. Because he did flow, uh, flowed into that kind early on in his ministry. But then again, because of the persecutions and, and all kinds of sayings from people, he, he stopped doing that until the Lord, you know, reminded him again. So we, we were introduced to that. We know about it. And it should be flowing still because we are the church of the new covenant. We are not just the early church. We are the church of the new covenant bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. More so now than ever before in those times should we see the glorious acts of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Are you interested? Hallelujah. Some more, some more, some more. The full potential demonstrations of the fivefold ministry gifts. We're moving into that, folks. Not just for the, the fivefold ministry gifts, for the profiting of you, the congregation. Amen. The congregation, the lay people. As we all come together in the unity of the, of the spirit and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Once, once and for all the church of God is standing strong. Not the church of God is backing off. How many, how many things in the world today. And we've been told it's because the church is sleeping. That's why all these things are happening. Not anymore to, if, if we move into this. Moving into this. Moving in the full potential demonstrations also of the nine giftings of the Holy Ghost. Amen. As the Lord wills for the profiting of all. Yes. One of the things that I could remember right away is that Brother Hagen was, received his healing because of the, of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Amen. How important it is in our lives. But we kind of uh, put it under the rug. Yeah. Not because we don't understand it, we should put it under the rug. Have the Holy Ghost teach us. Have, your, have our pastor teach us. Amen. And be open to the movement of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Nancy, I remember in this, in this dispensation where we are in, it's the culmination of all the movings of God, right? Yes, and, more. and more. The more, we don't know what's in there. Our mind cannot comprehend, although our spirit can take in. Yes. She said, like the Bible, there is no precedence of all the things that happen in the Bible. Like the opening of the Red Sea. Right. Yeah. 
the, you know, the, the parting of the River Jordan and all the other um, mighty things that we saw in the Bible, we still see in the Bible. There was no precedence whatsoever. It shall happen again today. There will be things from God, from God things from heaven demonstrated that has no precedence before or after, but we know in our hearts it's the Holy Ghost. It's God. It's the genuine flow of the Spirit of the living God that we don't have to be asking one another, Pastor, is that the real thing? Is that the real thing? We know. We know the Holy Ghost will confirm in our hearts. That's our time. This is our time. This is what we should be flowing into. This is what we should be more mindful of. Rather than putting all our, putting all our faith, oh, oh, my house bill, my house rent, my insurance. Don't you know that that, I learned that in elementary. The basic needs of man. Food, clothing, shelter. Yes, yes, right. The Bible says, God already had taken care of our food, our clothing, our shelter. Anything that comes in those categories, it's already done. What you do, you believe it in your heart, you speak without with your mouth, renew your mind that you already have a supply, and when the, when the, when the, when the need comes up, along these three categories of food, Clothing and shelter. You said, Father, I lay hold of that. Father, I receive that. Not, oh my God. My my house bill. My water bill. My insurance bill. You stand. And say, Father, I receive. What you already have appropriated for me. And you know what happens? God is pleased. He is looking for that food clothing shelter at the very bottom just receive father I lay hold and I receive I take possession of what belongs to me my house rent my car payment my groceries food clothing shelter it's done where do we mostly fret about? Food, clothing, shelter. I know it's been there, done that, folks. Been there, done that. In fact, we lost houses. <laughs> because we did not understand what belongs to us. I did not understand what the Bible says. It's already taken care of. Folks, your food, your clothing, your shelter. So that you, your faith could be put into something where God intends for you to release your faith on. Can I repeat it again? Food, clothing, and shelter is already a given. Just take it. Take it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. You're looking for a house in the Philippines? Release your faith. You got it. God will not be mocked for a house in the Philippines. He won't be. Or anywhere else. Anywhere else. Even in Toronto, Canada. You know, I watch Love It and List It. (laughs) 
first I didn't know where it came from. And then they were listing the homes. I said, that is so exorbitantly high. Not even in my neighborhood. Then I realized that the captions at the end, made in Canada. (laughs) But however it is, folks, God will not be mocked with your food, your clothing, and your shelter. I don't know. I have to emphasize again. All right? Your food. Your clothing. Your shelter. It's already a done deal. Done deal. Father, I receive my food, my clothing, my shelter. Is it that easy, Pastor Ruby? You know what makes it hard? Your unbelief, your doubt, and your fear. I lost a home. There was a time we were fearful of taking back another house because it might be repeated all over again. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And God has blessed us. I invite you. Or I'll take pictures. <laughs> I'm saying this to give glory to my God. Yes. What he can do for us if we only allow him. Yes. So don't let your food, your clothing, and your shelter yes. stop you. There's more, folks. There's more. There's so much more. And we're enumerating where more are we going into. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Am I helping you? I'm getting blessed with my own preaching. (laughs) Because this is what belongs to me. And I agree with God. You know what you do? You know, we're, we're, we're big about the plan of God. The purposes of God for our lives. You know what you do with it every day? You know what you do with it every day? You just say, Father, I agree. I agree with your plan. I agree with your plan. Oh, I don't know what the details of the plan. Hold on. The Holy Ghost will lead you to each and every step. The opener for that is, Father, I agree. I stand in full compliance to all your will and your plan for my life. Now let's go. Let's go. Amen. Ooh, there's more. Salvation of man. Preservation. Protection. People that will be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and the kingdom of light because of what people are... See, we are the moving, living gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There will be a time we don't even have to open up our mouth. The lives that we lead will tell them, if that's being a Christian, I want it. If that's how your Lord provides for you and love you and take care of you, I like that. Give him to me. Amen. Amen. And last but not the least, 
Folks, this, there are many more. There are many more. These are just some of the above. There are many more. Allow the Holy Ghost to talk to you individually. Where is the more that you need to get into in your lives? These are just some examples of it. But isn't it good already? (laughs) Hallelujah. And then at the very end of that, a supply, finances and wealth. The money that we need, the money that you need. The money that the, your con- this congregation needs. The money that my congregation needs. The buildings, the fixtures, the, the, the homes, all the things. You know the things that Dad Dufresne saw in the wave? Yes. Everything is in the wave. All of that involves money. But there will be money for those because he would not allow his prophet to say it. If it's not going to come to pass. But the responsibility lays on us. I believe that. It may have been spoken years and years ago. In the plan of God, there is no time. There is no time. There is no space. It's always a now. This insurmountable increase was spoken to him five years ago. It's still, it's just now that we're seeing the light of it. So it's like, it's getting more relevant to us now before it was just a good word now we're starting to walk in the good word in the path of good life that god has prepared for us amen hallelujah and so this moving into more there is no ceiling to this hey hey. (laughs) there is no ceiling you know who will determine the ceiling you Because God, the unsearchable riches of God, there is no ceiling and there's no death. We just keep on building up from (laughs) If this does not excite you, I don't know. But there's one word. Let's open up our Bibles very quickly. So at least you know that I opened up the Bible. (laughs) And we can call it good preaching. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles very quickly to 1 Kings um, chapter 18, verse 41. I know you've heard this before. Hallelujah. We're talking about abundance. We're talking about increase. God's kind of increase. You know, the Bible even said, the blessings of the Lord, it makes us rich. Not in dollar figure, but richly provided. Richly provided for my own consumption and much more left over so I can be a blessing. That's the mindset of rich. Remember from Abraham, the blessing of Abraham? Abraham, in you, you are blessed. God did not stop there. The blessing that God is pouring upon us is not just for our own personal consumption. He said, you are blessed. And I'll make sure with the blessing that you have, you will be a blessing. The multiplication of people that are going to be blessed because we open our hearts to be, Father, I receive the blessing so I can be a blessing. Amen. 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 First Kings chapter 18, verse 41. And Elijah said, Amplified Version, said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance. The prophet recognized the beginning of the abundance by the sound. What sound? 
It's like in the air. Remember during the healing revival, they said every man, not just the fivefold, even layman. It's healing came in so easy. It's in the air, in the atmosphere. Yes. Yes. We're powered by it. Yes. Yes. The same with abundance right now, folks. It's in the air. And I know for sure pastor has already started teaching you about the increase, abundance. Yes. Pastor Nancy, my husband, you know, uh, he, God would give us glimpses of what's in the air yeah. so that we can recognize. Yes. And once we recognize, we can partake. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to learn to recognize that this abundance is now. Yes. Amen. It's not tomorrow, folks. It's now. Yeah. And it should dominate our lives. It should dominate our lives. And this is not a result of our income or economic status. It's not a result of your educational attainment or your mental capabilities. It's not related to any of our cultures or family background. You know where this came from? John 10.10, 10, the second half. I came that you might have life. The life, the divine life, which every born again believer has, is the door. But don't stay at the door. Like what he said, don't just be satisfied you are born again. Be filled with the spirit of the living God. Say with abundance, the door, the entryway, To this godly abundance, this unconquerable increase is the divine life. How many have divine life in here? You're a candidate for the price is right. Right? That's the opening. That's the door, folks. You know, we went to their house. The house is beautiful. The, the, The... I love the way going to their house. We saw the beautiful house. I stood at the door. Beautiful door. <laughs> but I know there's something more inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It, of course they invited me in. I, I, I should not say, oh, I, Pastor Craig, I can now say I've been in your house. Your house is beautiful. God has blessed you with. Let me just stay at the door. You are not normal. (laughs) You are not normal. The door is entry. Meaning, get in. There's so much more. So we get in. (laughs) You know what's in? Abundant life. Jesus said, I give you life. And that you may have it more abundantly. Now we are in the home, in the living room, in the kitchen, in the dining room, enjoying the inside where the entry has led us into. Get in the abundant life. How do we not get in? Aside from saying, oh, pastor, I'm just... I'm just contented here at the door. You're not normal. Why can you not get into the abundant life limits? 
limited thinking, limited believing, limited speaking, all limited, limited, limited. I cannot afford. Uh, my family has not had this yet for centuries, so I don't have the right to have it. Who said? You said it, not him. Amen. You know, I came from a culture that believes like that. You know, we're, we were born like this, we'll die this way. Thank God for the word I'm released from that. Don't you know that limited, limited thinking, limited speaking, limited believing, limit, all, all things limited are just ploy, plots of the devil. Remember the first part now. John 10, 10. We went to the second half first. Now go back to the first. Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. You know the limitedness in our mind until we renew it to the fullness of the living God are the stealing, the killing, and the taking of the devil. And we say, come on. Every time we succumb to limited thinking. You know when I saw that house, like I said, it's beyond our pay grade. I did not say, although I wanted to, we cannot afford it. We learned enough from our pastor, from the Spirit of God. I, I cannot afford our words from the devil. Jesus died on the cross. You better remember this. On the cross, the Bible said, though he was rich, he made himself poor on the cross so that in the same place where he gotten so poor we were made rich having a full supply full supply does not mean i cannot afford it your mind our situation our natural circumstances speaks i cannot but get in the heart we are spirit beings to begin with we better realize that now we are not just Natural human beings here on earth. We are spirit beings. The spirit of the living God. The almighty God. The creator of heaven and earth. I remember when I was um, new here in the United States. They said there's a beautiful place here in Canada. I haven't, I haven't been there yet. Banff? Yes. They say it's beautiful. Yes. Who created that? The one who lives inside of you? I am so amazed with how snow comes yeah. <laughs> until they get dirty. <laughs> yeah. Who costs? Yeah. 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 The one who lives inside of you. Is anything too hard for the one who lives inside of you? It's a plot. It's a ploy. Don't succumb anymore. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God we have been washed anew with the promise of the new covenant of his death and his resurrection. That he made us rich. He made, uh, he made us a full supply. Not, not just a full supply, now we're moving into the more. We're moving into the more. Amen. Another, another enemy to the abundance is our complacency. I experience this, being satisfied. Being satisfied is a mean thing. 
This is not the satisfaction that Paul said in the book in Philippians somewhere there, that I, I know how I, I learned how to be a base. I, th that's a different thing because it pertains to his calling. But there was a time I experienced this because we, in the previous house before this house, um, it's a beautiful house. God even created a miracle of providing um, a, a swimming pool for us. We did not have any money put in there. God provided for each and every penny that is required to build that swimming pool. So long story short, there was one time I said to the Lord, Father, thank you so much for this home. I am so satisfied. I am so contented. Wrong. <laughs> and God rescued me from further damaging my faith. God does not want us stopped, even in the finest place, because there's so much more. There's so much more. There is so much more, folks. Even if it's the best place for right now that, oh, God brought me here. Yes, but God is a God of movement. Faith is moving. We move with the flow of God. I can say that my house right now is my, 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 my house for eternity. I don't say that because I don't want to limit God. He may have something more. And I said, Father, wherever you want, whenever you want me to bring me to the highest and the best of you, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I learned my lesson. I, I'm not saying I, I'm satisfied, God. Satisfaction means being stagnant. Yeah, yeah. We move with God. Lord, and the movement of God is always to the highest and the best. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you learning so far? Yes. So don't be limited. Renew our minds. Get into the word. The word renews our mind. Yes. It, it completes our thinking. It renews our thinking. You know the... My husband mentioned this morning, when we get into the Word, study the Word, be, be in fellowship with the Word, the Word speaks, right? Yes. Who speaks? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the voice of the Word. The Holy Ghost is the voice of the Word. That whenever you look at the Word and the, Lord, and the Word speaks to you, that's the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost always leads us to the highest and the best of God. Yes. He leads us to the general. He leads us to the specific. Follow. Follow. And he will cause us to be moving along with the plan and the purposes of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, how do we get in position for this? Very quickly now. Turn to Matthew chapter 13. How do we get in position for that? Do you want to be in position for this increase? Matthew chapter 13. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Matthew chapter 13 verse 9. And let's read it in the Amplified. He who has ears to hear, let him be listening. And let him consider and perceive and comprehend by hearing. Our abundance is dependent on our willingness to hear. And be led and be taught. Yes. If you're a good listener, you are teachable. Yes. And teachable people go from glory to glory to glory. You cannot be stout and, and, and fight against what you hear from the Lord and think that you're going to be moving up. No, you're not. You're just deceiving yourselves. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The level of our hearing the word 
Hearing with the intent to do yes. is the level where we can, the degree of where we can experience the more of this. Amen. And as we hear the word of God, be quick to make adjustments. And that's what we call renewing of the mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Moving right along. The quicker we listen and obey, the more we move into abundance. So the, the flow, the rate is not dependent on God. It's already given. It now depends on us. Amen. Second. Oh, I like this one. Turn to Matthew again. We're in Matthew anyways. Matthew 25. Hallelujah. In verse 21. Let's read this one and then hold your place into this. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee a ruler of many things. Amen. Be faithful with what you have. You want to increase? Be faithful with what you have. Don't curse what you have right now. Amen. If you want to receive greater blessing. Don't, if you want to move up in your job, don't curse your job. Don't curse your boss. Don't curse the day that you are staying in the job. No one told you to be in that job to begin with. You don't like the job? Get out. Right? While you're there, worship the Lord. I told Pastor Gray, we, Gray, Pastor Gray, because you're very Christian. We learned this from Lillian Biomas as taught by our Pastor Nancy. Praise can take you out of a place that you don't like to be in, that only praise can do. Praise can bring you into places that you need to be that nothing else can but only praise. You want to move up and nobody seems to be noticing you? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't curse what you have right now if you want something more. Love it. Be faithful. Don't curse your riggedy car. Clean it. Clean it. Make it shine, even it's, make it rusty shine. Yeah. <laughs> Clean the hubcaps. Yes. The windshield. Yeah. The side mirrors. Yes. Like you have to do this so you can see. If you're faithful in that, you're a candidate for increase. Yeah. Folks, it's proven. Hallelujah. Another stuff. Let's go to Luke, the book of Luke. Are you learning so far? Hey, this is for all of us. In Luke chapter 16, hallelujah, verse 12. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? It's not just faithfulness for our own stuff. It's faithfulness to whoever God would lead you to be faithful. For a congregation, it's your pastor. Amen. And for our sake also, we have our pastor. There was one time, and I I even asked my husband, what was that exactly verbatim that God spoke to you? This was during the time that he was traveling with Dr. Dufresne. People saw that that was glamorous to travel with the prophet. Don't you know what we have to go through? For my husband to sit next to the prophet. It took finances. It took the, the mental abilities of my children. No one knew. They only say, oh, you're traveling with Dr. Dufresne. 
I'm not saying there's a price to pay, but we said we agree. We will be faithful to the man that God called for us to be faithful. No agenda. No strings attached. Amen. Our hearts were clean when God said, you serve the man. And, he, and you will be able to make it to the end. That's the promise of the Lord. So anyway, God spoke to him uh, during the early times that he is traveling with Dr. Dufresne. He said, Jesus was talking to him. He said, now I'm giving you an opportunity. Oh, wait. He said, I gave myself to you. Now I'm giving you an opportunity to give your life to somebody else the way I did. That's why the Father gave me the name. That's above all names because I gave my life for somebody. Will you? God will call us in our lifetime to be faithful to somebody else. Folks, it's not just a a pick and choose, whatever. When God assigned you to that person, and generally for the body, for, for, for a congregation like this, it's the pastor. We have a pastor too, we're, we're, we're dedicated to that assignment. Because God said, and whoever said is the rewarder. Don't expect rewards from the man. Expect rewards from the God who sent the man. Amen. Hallelujah. So how do we position ourselves? Be a good listener. Be teachable. Don't be like on your skin. Oh, it it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It's for your good. You know, pruning away. So you can be smooth. And easy. And you know what else you're doing? You're positioning positioning yourself. Being faithful with what God has given to you. Being thankful, folks. Thankful, thankful. We're not thankful of what our situation is. We're thankful because we know that we are not stopped. We're going someplace else. And Father, thank you for the time. Be more. Faith people are thankful. They see like I've heard it. What else can I thank God for? There are no miracles. Come on, you're alive. You're talking to me. You can stand. You can raise up your hands. You can walk. You can see. You can talk. Isn't that enough? How many people there would want to be in your place? Hey, Christians, be grateful. Be thankful. Tonight, you're all going to go home to your homes. Be grateful for those homes. Be grateful tomorrow is a brand new day for living the plan of God. That you have a church. You have a pastor. You have one another. What are you so grumpy about? The more you're thankful, the less of a complainer you become. You see the better things in life. Oh my God, my job, my job. Be thankful for your job. At least somebody hired you. (laughs) But no one else will. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? uh, You know. Let's be grateful. You know, I read in Philemon, chapter 1, verse 
chapter one because there's no other chapter in Philemon. <laughs> I'm sure of that. Philemon 1.6, it said, your gratefulness, you know what it does? It gives strength to your faith. It gives a backbone to your faith. Your faith becomes robust. Every time you thank the Lord. What's the connection? I don't know. The word said. So I said, I want my faith robust for the things that I needed to accomplish in my life. So Father, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for friends like Pastor Craig's and Pastor Jenny. I'm grateful for my pastor, Pastor Nancy. I'm grateful for this church. I'm grateful for my church. I'm grateful, Father. Know that if you're looking for a person who's so grateful for all that you are doing in my life, here I am. And he never stops showering, pouring the blessings. Amen. The last one, to position yourself, be generous. Be generous. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 8. We don't have to go there. I know it's a familiar verses of scripture, especially the one that Pastor Craig mentioned this morning about tithing. Man, I said, I'm going to go back, not just to watch my husband, but to go back to what this, the word said. I, that blessed me. That fed me. Amen. Your giving is not dependent on what? You have or you don't have. It's still dependent on what God said. God already told us about our tithe. He's also telling us about our seed offerings. Amen. This thing sets you in places to receive. You just have to say, yes, Father, here I am. But you know what? In closing, and when I say closing, I am really closing. (laughs) Somebody has to be different, right? Did you get anything? (laughs) Now I'm really closing with this statement. You don't seek the abundance. You seek the God of the abundance. Amen. And with that, I close. (laughs) I declare... I am positioning myself to receive the insurmountable increase that Father, that you authored for me. First of all, I come in full agreement to your plan, your will, and purpose for my life and my church. And I stand to be teachable of your word. I stand to be faithful with what you have given me so I can receive the increase. I stand faithful to the men and women that you have put in my path that I have to be faithful with. And Father, I give you joy as my honor to you as my reverence to you and a sign to you 
that I'm ready to receive this insurmountable increase. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So increase will no longer be foreign to you. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. And just be grateful for it every day. So when will it manifest, Pastor Ruby? I told you the rate of it coming is dependent on you. Be more diligent with the word. Be more diligent in your fellowship with God. Be more diligent in following and listening to the voice of the Holy Ghost. Be more diligent in following the leading of the Holy Ghost. Be more diligent to keep being filled by praying much in the Holy Ghost. Be more diligent in you, your part, your supply in as part of this church, Promise of Life Church. And you are positioning yourself right. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor. Hallelujah. I'm moving into more. God told me, he said, she has a word for you. And then she sat in her couch and he talked to her. She wrote it down in her, her not special journal. <laughs> and no matter where she wrote it, I just care that she preached it. Can I, can I, I just, I want to just testify to something, but it's not, it's, it's private, so I don't want to give details. But uh, the Lord, uh, some time ago, I'll just keep it like that. Some time ago, um, I said to the Lord, Lord, uh, with the things for our family, you know, four boys, they eat a lot, right? <laughs> and, and, and all the stuff that's going on and everything. And, uh, and, and, and he had said to me, I want you to rest more. I want you to have holiday, take your children away and enjoy your time with them because time is slipping away. And before you know, I mean, I just, Luke was just a baby a few days ago and now he's almost eight. And, uh, and a time, you know, and he said, you, you need to invest more. You need to spend more time with them. And that takes money. And so, and I would, and I, some time ago I said, but Lord, you're asking me to do this and I want to do it, but like, how, how do I afford all of that? Because if you're saying it, you know, like I'm just being very, very transparent. God can tell you things, but that's, he's telling you what he wants. He hasn't yet told you how to do it. You first have to agree and say, I'm going to do that. But then like pastor taught us, you've got to really, the key is you've got to learn to listen to the leadings of the Spirit, because He is going to show you and lead you in, and it doesn't always come by somebody coming and handing you money. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't always do that. And He said to me, I'm going to give you ideas. Ideas that produce money. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to wait on you for those ideas. And they slowly started to come, but it was a process. And I noticed that, uh, that with all of that, see, it's, we're moving into more, but we've got to understand, like she said, that she emphasized, you've got, and I'm just I'm asking you to remember and underline in your notes 
this is very important what she said when she said positioning yourself. One of the most important things is you've got to wait and pray in the Holy Ghost and you've got to listen, you've got to let the Holy Ghost start to guide you because, listen, if you're going to have more than what you have now, something else has to happen. You understand? You can't keep doing everything the same way you're doing it now. I mean, it's just logical to understand that. Now, God could just give it to you like that, and sometimes he does. But most times, it doesn't work that way. He is, he, you're, you have to position yourself, and that takes a lot of waiting on God. And don't get into a rush, and don't give a date, and don't say it has to happen by this time. Just it's a process, and it can take years, but it will be worth it if you don't quit. But there is a waiting on God, and he is leading you, because some things you have to do a little bit differently if you're not going to be satisfied with what you have for the rest of your life and you're and you decided you're not going in debt a lot of people will get extras but they'll go in debt and one of the things for us for me was just when my wife was just waiting on the lord waiting on the lord and uh he wouldn't talk to me about the ideas for increase he would say what are you doing for pastor nancy now, I'm just being honest with you. And you're no different than me. And I'm no different than you. And a lot of times everybody wants this increase, but they're not willing to do what's required to get the increase. And a lot of times before God even talks to you about what he's going to do for you, he'll ask, what are you doing for Promise of Life Church? What are you doing for your pastor? Because he did that with me and my pastor. Are you listening? It's important. And then I'll to give you another category because none of us want to talk about that. We just want to talk about we're going to get more. And then another category is he started saying to me, I want you to sow more. And you know, Jenny, like last year we had, you know, I'm the biggest giver of this church again. Like Randy Greer. A couple people beat me a couple years, but I was the biggest giver for you. Now this last year, 22, I was the biggest giver in this church. So I'm living what I preach. I'd like some of you to beat me. I'd like some of you to uh, overtake me, but I'm telling you, we, uh, every, uh, so much last year, the Lord said, just so that, <laughs> but I've got to, I said, so that, but, 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 but don't, but me just so that you see here, I am asking for increase, but he's asking me, it looks like I'm decreasing. And then instead of him telling me these wonderful ideas that I'm waiting for, he says, uh, are you serving Pastor Nancy? It's not what we're talking about, Lord. We're talking about me increasing. What are you talking about, Pastor Nancy? She's got nothing to do with it. Oh, yes, she does. Because being faithful in another man's is required to have more in your own. So just, I just I want you to understand, a lot of it is going to maybe throw you for a loop when you get into the positioning, because it's not always going to just be what you think it is. He's going to deal with your character. He's going to deal with your motives. He's going to deal with why you want more. He wants you to have more, but he wants you to have the right attitude. He's going to deal with the church and who's, in, who's over you first. He's going to deal with your seed sowing. And some of it you're going to do by faith, because I'm telling you, you feel like you've got nothing left. And then uh, there's so many, I'm not preaching, I'm just off the top of my head. But one of the ones that I really was shocked about is he said, I want you to go to school. Hmm? Right, Greg? Like, like, like Scooby-Doo. Hmm? And uh, it wasn't a formal class. I could have done a formal class, but he said, you, you, you want ideas? You want me to prosper you? You're ignorant. Are you listening to me? 
there are certain things in the natural world that operate, and if I want to engage and increase, if that's one of the avenues God's asking me to do, he might give you a different avenue. But for me, I had to, I had to educate myself about some natural things in the business world, and I had to start reading hundreds of hours of reading. Everything's on the internet. You can get a university education on the internet. But it takes time to search. It takes a little bit of money to buy some books. And I started reading. My wife knows. I started studying. I started educating. I started learning. And in addition to all the other responsibilities, and it didn't happen overnight, and it didn't happen in six weeks or six months, it takes years. But there's, see, there's a process. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is, this is slow burn, but he is increasing. We're coming into more. Me, me and my wife, we're coming into more, but it didn't happen overnight, and it happens because I'm faithful with another man or woman's in this case, and, and I'm faithful in my giving, and I'm faithful to God in my relationship, and I'm living clean. There's all these factors. My motive and my heart and my character is right, and I have to be led even in the preparation for some of those things. Do you understand? So you can't, in other words, you can't be lazy. If you're going to have more, you can't be lazy. And I'm telling you, I'm t- I think a lot of people are lazy today. And it's not necessarily just because they're bad. I think because maybe it's the wrong word, but I think they're so tired from the rat race. They don't have any energy at the end of the day to do anything else. So that's where you've got you to dig deep and you've got to say, Holy Ghost, if you're asking me to educate myself, wh- when am I going to find the time to do it? Because I'm not going to sacrifice church. I'm not going to sacrifice my marriage. I'm not going to sacrifice my children. I- I'm not going to sacrifice cleaning my house. I mean, there's some things I've got to do, but where am I going to find the time? There's always enough time. If he told you, that's if he told you. If he really told you, there's time for it. You might have to get up two hours early, but there's, there is always a way. If you'll listen, listen, you've got to listen. You've got to have a listening heart and a listening ear, and you've got to constantly listen. Holy Ghost, where am I at? What changes? And I'm on, I'm on a journey. I'm on a path. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it is going to happen. And praise God, we're starting now. This is the first year in many, many, many years of preparation. We're starting to see just a little bit, but it's starting to take traction. Praise God. But you see, and that's my private business, but I'm just saying we want the more. And we've got to do all these things that, sh- that, that we got to agree, but then you got to, you got to wait on God. Because Pastor Ramos, I know, Pastor Ruby, you're a pastor, and you've seen that, like I've seen, that there's many people in church, and that the year after year after year after year after year after year after year, no change. Their finances stay the same. They give the same. Their generosity never changes. Their sacrifice never changes. Their serving never changes. Their attitude never changes. Their words never change. Why? Their mind is not changing. The thought process is not being renewed. That's why we have guest ministers, because the word is supposed to change the way you think. This is very possible. And I, I, I made a decision. I, I take that, that. See, God said she has a word for your church. Now, the word, the encapsulation, the, 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 the statement, if I could narrow it all down to one statement, we are moving into more. Now, that was the word for our church. That means that's the word for you. Do you understand, Gloria? That's your personal. I don't have to say yay. And again, I say yay. I don't have to do that. You know, I don't have to do that. 
in the name of the Lord God Jehovah. Glory, I have a word unto thee. I don't have to do that. That doesn't have to be done because God has given a yea, and again I say yea to every one of us tonight by the preached word. It's a rhema word. I want you to have more. So now it's up to you and me to take that and now work it. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen if you, if you, and sometimes it does happen quick. Sometimes there's suddenly, it's like you were talking about last night, where boom, he just, he just boosts you forward. But let's all commit that we're going to say, Father, and remember, money was at the bottom, but all of these areas, I'm go- I want more in my marriage. I want more in my relationships. I want more in my excellence. I want more in my evangelism. I want more. And yes, money is included, but it's certainly not the top. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you want to bring us into more. Lord, I thank you for this morning that you emphasize the power of worship and how that's going to get us the things we need. And it connects with what Pastor Ruby has said tonight, because getting into more takes time worshiping you, waiting on you and being led by you. Lord, I so as a pastor want to see this congregation practice this, not just hear it, but do it. And it might take time, but I want them to do it because I want their lives to be better. I want them to be happier. I want them to have more to be a blessing to other people. Lord, we want their health to be strong to run their race. We want their minds to be strong and clear. We want their families and marriages to be strong. We want to be a lighthouse of an example to other people in our neighborhoods and in our jobs and in our lives and in our families. Lord, we thank you for this weekend. We thank you for what was shared last night. Oh, it was powerful, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for helping us last night. And all the impartations that we got, whether hands were laid on us or not, we got impartation last night. Thank you for this morning that was a rhema word for our church. Thank you for this evening that was a rhema word for our church. And Lord, we commit to the process and the plan, the pursuit of your plan of coming, bringing us into more, us coming into more. Teach us and just, Lord, nobody is exempt from this. Nobody, doesn't matter how much education they have. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks they were born on. Doesn't matter what their mommy and daddy had. Nobody is exempt from this word. We are all expected to come into more. So teach us, Holy Ghost, we are open to learn. We won't be lazy. We'll have right hearts and we'll be faithful in another man so that you can give us our own. Teach us and you will lead us, you will lead us. I'm reminded of what the Holy Ghost said to Brother Hagin. He said, I do not mind my people being rich. I mind, I have, my problem is people being covetous, greedy, money-minded. But if you learn to follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. And Father, he learned to follow the Spirit. And Father, he, he lived a wealthy life in all the categories, but also in the financial area. He died a wealthy man, not because uh, of any other reason, but he learned to follow the Spirit. So Lord, help us follow the Spirit that we would increase. We are coming into more. Say it one more time with me and mean it. Let your heart now connect with your mouth. Don't say it like a parrot. I want you to, don't parrot the words. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to focus for a second now and let your heart connect and hook up with your mouth and say these words, releasing faith as you say it, soberly and seriously. I want you to say these words after me. Father, I am coming into more. I agree. I take it. I thank you for the offer. It's mine. I take it now. Now lead me, Holy Ghost. Show me the process. I will obey. I will not be lazy. 
I will serve my church. I will be honorable with another man's so that you can increase me personally. I am coming into more in Jesus' name. Oh, we give you glory, Father, and we give you worship and honor and love. We bless you. Thank you that you love us so much. You don't want us to stay the same. You want us to come up higher, come up higher. Bethel is a year to come up higher. That's our year. It's Bethel year in 2023 for Promise of Life Church, and we're coming up higher. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We're coming into more. In Jesus' name, we give God the glory. Thank you, Pastor Ruby. Thank you, Pastor Noel. Rich, 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 life-changing weekend.